Hello, everybody. This is uh, Coffee Conversations with Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Hope you're doing well today, no matter where you're, you're, you're coming from, what you're doing, whether you're just chilling at the house, um, sitting in the car, or, or on a beach somewhere, who knows? <laughs> it's getting warmer a little bit, yeah. but... The beach could be far away, somewhere where it's warm. It could, or it could just be our, our beautiful own, you know, Menor Headlands mm-hmm. uh, or our Fairport Harbor. You know, if you squint your eyes, it looks like the ocean. <laughs> and if, if, if you're in Cleveland at the uh, lake, you'd be wearing a coat, I think, today because mm. it's a little on the chilly side. Yeah, for sure. All right, so Deacon Bob, important question. Yes. If you um, needed to snack, what would your, what would your go-to snack be? In the old days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now after a certain yeah, a certain season of life. After a certain season, season of, of bo- life. Bodily um, existence. A bag of Doritos mm. and a tub of hell of a dip would, oh. would be my choice. And a cold nice. beer. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that would be the trifecta. In the new days, it's like a bunch of grapes. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like... A, some uh, some some celery and hummus. <laughs> yeah, celery and hummus. There we go. And grapes. Um, yeah, so I'm becoming an old guy. Yeah, that's How about true. yours? What's your what, snack? Your your heart would desire the, the good the good things though. Yes. Oh, I, I only ask this because I so I am a I'm a salt snacker. Okay. More than I am a sweet snacker, so I'm, I'm much more inclined, um, you know, to go for chips and whatnot rather than candy. But I I, I found the combination. Oh yeah. I found I found the combination of, of, of snacking things. So last time we talked about um, Amish country a little bit. Yes. Uh, one of uh, one of our one of our people went down there and got some things. Well, one of the things they got was uh, this premium sweet and hot uh, pepper and onion relish. So that sounds really it's, good. It's a mouthful, but um, it's 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 very nice. So I figured out this is the combination. You get some of this stuff. You get some uh, cream cheese and some triscuits. Oh. And it's like the perfect sweet, salt, spicy combination. Wow. I tried not to eat half a tub of uh, <laughs> cream cheese <laughs> in, uh, in, in one sitting. But That's good. Yeah. Uh, they, we, I, I found it. I found more of it. So <laughs> that's, that's why. Say, it looks like a full jar. I didn't know. Well, uh, I, this is a new jar. <laughs> I, I finished the other one. That's really so, good. But uh, yeah, so uh, premium uh, Dickinson's premium sweet and hot uh, red and pepper relish. Good job. I think it came from Smuckers. I think an overarching company. But all right. Hey, so if you're in the store and you think of it. It's a it's a, it's Father David recommended. It would pair well with wine or uh, probably oh probably anything. <laughs> Wine, bourbon, craft beer, yeah, whatever, whatever you enjoy. Very good. But so we we found the snacks, and um, yeah, so day off yesterday uh, was was pretty nice on uh, on on Tuesday. So uh, so on our last podcast we talked about work, and it's kind of it's kind of funny how these podcasts are lining up with what I'm with what life I, what, what, <laughs> with life and what I'm doing. I suppose that's kind of by design a little bit, mm-hmm. but. So two weeks ago, I, I was working at my uh, working at my parents' house, kind of digging in the dirt, uh, getting flower beds ready and retaining wall and all that stuff. And we were talking about work and the goodness of work, you know, kind of creation and working with God to kind of build up the earth. And this this yesterday, I uh, had the blessing of going on over to Vermilion, and uh, I have a friend who has a condo uh, right on the uh, on the lake, and just to, I just it was just it felt like a, a vacation just. Just going over there and just hanging out, and it was just quiet. And then 
Uh, and then during the day, I kind of went down into you know, the downtown Vermilion area. Um, have you ever been? I have. And for the folks in Denver, Vermilion is a little <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> town that's west of Cleveland by what, maybe 30 miles? Maybe yeah, a little it's bit probably more. about an hour from here. Just So we're along the lake on the east side of Cleveland. This is on, along the lake on the west side of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And Vermilion's kind of like a little homey yeah village kind of town it's smaller it's, uh it's mm-hmm. it's more not, not quite retirement community but kind of smaller um just kind of quiet there's a couple downtown area with a couple shops and mm-hmm. um uh, coffee place and um yeah it's just it's really it's really kind of peaceful did you find any cool shops or great um, places to eat uh i went to the the woodstock cafe woodstock <laughs> the woodstock <laughs> cafe it was great i had a uh had a great little sandwich it was a uh, it was a grilled cheese sandwich with avocado and bacon, and oh, that sounds it was good. great. And it was it was a pretty groovy place. They had a bunch of rock records on the walls, and it was just this little Woodstock cafe. Oh, that sounds good. So if you're ever in Vermilion, it's a good uh, good spot for some, some for some food. Very good. I know. Last week, uh, I was digging in the garden. We were mm-hmm. trying to get things up and running with mm-hmm. the garden, and um, this week, I my wife is sitting in the back. Uh, yard in this rocking chair and she brought one out for me so instead of digging in the garden we just kind of sat there and soaked up some sun rays nice it was really nice oh that's beautiful yeah so so it's it's this kind of balance of you know between these two weeks it's kind of been like this balance of of work uh, and rest and that we need both i think we just want to talk a little bit about rest today like what is what is rest what is what is good rest uh, and, and all that. So, in the Genesis uh, accounts, you know, so uh, there's a six days of creation. So God is is creating, is creating, is creating all these good things. And then Genesis uh, two, um, verse two, says, "On the seventh day, God finished His work that He had done, and He rested on the seventh day from all the work that He had done." So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it. God rested from all the work he had done in creation. So in the, from the very beginning, um, rest, work and rest are a part of, um, a part of everything. Part of even, even, even who God is, is this kind of reality of work uh, and rest. So what would you say, what would you say rest, you know, uh, rest is in your own experience? For me, um, I guess in my former life, (laughs) Rest would have been going canoeing, like a nine-mile canoe trip, mm-hmm. or uh, a backpacking trip. Um, now it's pretty much sitting in the backyard, relaxing, yeah. <laughs> enjoying the sunshine. Yeah, but you're um, also doing something while you're doing that, right? Right. So, what, um, like, what are you thinking about? What are you? Yeah, it's like enjoying the people's company and the family that's there, mm-hmm. or our company that's over. Right. Um, or sometimes just sitting in the sunshine and just enjoying the moment. Yeah, being just observational, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, you know, some, like, because our lives are so hectic and crazy, right? We can just be bouncing from this thing to that thing to this thing to that thing, whether it's work or it's just activities, you know, sports and, and dance recitals and, and family picnics and, you know, whichever, which hopefully, you know, some of those things will be happening more in mm-hmm. the summer. But we can just be bouncing and bouncing and bouncing. And we don't actually really get to, like, savor any of the real things that we're that we're really doing it so actually just to stop and be observational mm-hmm. like <laughs> to stop and as they say stop and smell the flowers 
Like there's something of great wisdom in that. So what's restful for you? What do you do when you want to rest? Yeah, me? Well, yeah. I mean, so I think I think this last Tuesday was was just really great. Um, and I think we we want to say that you know rest. It's not just it's not the absence of activity. Mm-hmm. It's not just checking out uh, and just kind of being in this other space, kind of kind of not in reality. So it was my my day was so restful. You know, I, I slept in. It was just a quiet space. Uh, I slept in a little bit. Got up, um, had a cup of coffee. Did my, you know, I prayed, you know, for the morning. I prayed uh, the Holy uh, Liturgy of the Hours, which we pray as priests. Uh, did a Holy Hour. Got up, went to, went to down the downtown area until we drove about 10 minutes. I, um, you know, had, had, had lunch. Had lunch and a beer and then walked around downtown just kind of exploring, you know, kind of the, just kind of casually walking and kind of exploring, you know, what's the scene? You know, who are the people here? What are they, what are they up to and doing? Walked around the beach, you know, for a couple minutes. Saw saw a snake. <laughs> I don't know if it was water moccasin, but I, I stayed I stayed clear away. Of it. <laughs> right, I stayed away. Uh, came back and then went for a run uh, for about 30, 32, 33 minutes, uh, and then drove back. Had some dinner with some friends and and then came back to came back to Menor. Um, so like a combi- a combination of all those things, like so maybe someone wouldn't think that would be restful, but like. That was all very, very restful for me because it was kind of outside of my routine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, activity. So running and biking, those tend to be very restful for me, even though you're physically doing something. Um, versus, you know, I really could have just versus doing those things, I could have just, you know, sat on the couch, <laughs> turned on, <laughs> turned on Netflix, mm-hmm. and just sat on the couch for six hours. I could have done that, but that I don't know, it just doesn't really appeal to me, I suppose. And I don't know if it would be really restful kind of at the end of the day. Well, we talked about the need for rest. I worked for a pastor who, right after Christmas time, he had said, you know, we run from one thing to another, and we never get a, a moment just to savor what we just celebrated. Right. And I think about um, parents, how we run from one experience to the next experience, or as ministers, how we run from one activity to the next activity. One meeting. One meeting to the next meeting, then to some prayer time. Um, or even think about going on vacation. Mm-hmm. There's some folks that their vacation is like nonstop activity. And when they come home, they need a vacation from, from the their vacation. vacation. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, um, guil- I'm guilty of that sometimes. See, and, and I'm a big, I would just rather kind of sit and and watch things pass by. Yeah. Um, but I think there's this need for um, scheduling in quiet time, like purposely. How am I going to rest in this moment? Right. Um, the kids gave me this Apple Watch, and it tells you when it's time to stand up. It's I think it's once every hour. Mm-hmm. It tells you when it's time to breathe. Um I wish my watch would say it's now time to pray for 15 minutes, you know, or right. just be mindful of of what's going on around you for 15 minutes. I don't know. What are your thoughts on scheduling things in or mindfulness? Yeah, or? yeah I, I know priests who will, who actually, you know, uh, of their day, they'll take, you know, a two an hour or two hour block of time and actually schedule an appointment for themselves um, because, you know, your time can be consumed through, through so many things. And... I think a temptation is 
to think that like, well, that's kind of selfish. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that's, I'm taking time for myself and this and that. But the reality is if you don't take that time for yourself and have your, that space for yourself to reset and to really kind of process, you're not going to be able to give yourself to the things that you still need uh, to still need to do. Uh, and then you get burned out and then you're really not a help to anybody. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's wise to, to schedule in time for rest. Um, and it's like, we were talking about, you know, food. It's like, it's like, it's like eating a nice meal. So say mm -hmm. you go out to a, a nice dinner, uh, and you get a, a, I don't know, $30 steak or something. And you know, you're, it's not going to be good if you, if you give into the temptation to just like pound the steak, <laughs> like just, mm -hmm. to just eat it. And cause you just want more and more and more of it. And, and then it's gone in five minutes, you know, like that's not really how you, you enjoy a nice dinner. Like a nice dinner requires you to kind of sit and breathe and, and that's something you have to choose to do, even if you're really hungry, because mm -hmm. you do want to, you want to savor all the little flavors that you don't really get uh, if we're just constantly kind of on, uh, on the treadmill of eat more, do more, you know, uh, perform more. I think of Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner where you cook all day and it takes you all day to get everything ready. And then everybody sits down and like 15 minutes later, everything's over. You know, like everything right. you spent all day cooking is now gone. Um, everybody's kind of sitting there waiting for dessert. So you have to clean the table, get ready for dessert. It's just this constant motion. Mm -hmm. And you really don't get a chance just to sit and yeah. enjoy what's going on around yeah. you. Versus, you know, the Italian, uh, the the Italian kind of culture, and their and their perspective, like they don't, if you go, to, if you ever go to Italy and you sit down for dinner, like you're gonna be there for two hours, <laughs> and there there is a wisdom to that, like mm -hmm. us eating food is not just about consuming the calories, <laughs> consuming the nutrients we need and moving on, like it it's this experience. And, uh, and sometimes you can be, if you go to Italy, you can be frustrated by how long the waiter is taking because mm -hmm. we're, we're so used to just getting on to the next thing, you know, as, as Americans. And, and, you know, it's just there, but there's wisdom in that because this is a moment that should be savored. This is a, this is an, that's, this is an encounter that's important and uh, maybe they understand a sense of rest. My in-laws for, what was it, for Easter and also for Mother's Day, they said they didn't want us cooking, so they ordered dinner from Bob Evans, like this mm -hmm. feeds, a feast that feeds 12 oh, yeah. people. Um, and it was kind of, I thought it's going to be kind of weird because we're just bringing in pre-made food, but it was nice because all we had to do was warm it up and we just mm -hmm. enjoyed each other's company Yeah, um, yeah. for those couple hours instead of cooking and the frenetic craziness of right. trying to keep things warm and and hot and cooked. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I do know uh, for some people, though, some of my friends like rest, uh, cooking is restful, mm -hmm. you know, to them. Um, you know, I on Thanksgiving Day when there's a million things to do and <laughs> and the kids aren't helping and you know all these things that can be that can be tiring. But that is that that is a good example of something that is restful. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just sitting in the kitchen and and making cookies or you know whichever. Like it's it's activity and it's good, especially if you have a friend to do it with you. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's like knowing when, what, what can I do with the time that I have, mm -hmm. right? So Thanksgiving Day isn't going to be able to be the time where you can kind of sit it's and casually, cooking. <laughs> casually cook, right? Mm -hmm. But I think that's even true with the seasons of life. You know, what rest looks like at different times. Mm -hmm. You know, resting as a newborn, uh, you know, parents of a newborn is not going to look like resting um, when you're in your middle years. It's not going to be 
like when you're when you're older and, and retired you mm-hmm. know uh, what that's what the rest you're able to do is going to look different but but nonetheless we're called to it so it's how do we really actively choose rest and I think that's where maybe we can break it down into like uh, daily weekly and either quarterly or yearly mm-hmm. you know kind of kind of rest where where in my day am I taking even just a few minutes, 15 minutes. I think 15 minutes is like 1% of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, can we take 1%? Of the, it seems it seems pretty easy to do, at yeah. least at least on paper. You know, can we take 1% of the day and uh, and just rest and just be um, because we need that, you know, kind of within within the day and when when would the best time for that to happen. And then, you know, weekly, is there a, you know, uh, the so the Sabbath uh, which is kind of like God's rest. You know, it's not just kind of just checking out again, but it's it's something real. You know, the Sabbath is kind of, there's a wisdom, you know, that we take one day to really kind of break from our routine to remember God. And I like that the last um, episode we did was all about participating in creation by working. Right. And I think God purposely created the seventh day so we could participate in that part of creation as well. Right. Because sometimes we see resting as like just mm-hmm. inefficient time or a wasteful time. Right. When it's really time that God felt was important for us to have. So yeah. no guilt. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of flies in the face of our, our productivity culture mm-hmm. where like doing more is better, whether that's things we enjoy or, or, or not. And yeah, it's almost it's it's a certain humility, uh, especially when it comes to. Uh, I, I'm just thinking kind of my of my own work in ministry, you know, of of proclaiming the gospel and bringing people to 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 Jesus. Like it's a reminder to me that I'm not in control and that I'm not going to do everything that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not up to me to do everything and and forcing myself to rest. Uh, kind of says that, like that God's in control. God's gonna make things happen in the time that they need to happen, and that it's there's no amount of work that we can do that's just gonna just magically make things better, or you know, or do that. So, because it will never get done. No, and there will I, always be more work. Yeah, so I think that's the freeing part of I need 15 minutes to decompress or re-energize because. If I keep working through those 15 minutes, it's still not going to be done whether I mm-hmm. take a rest or plow through it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's freedom in that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's that, that quote from St. Augustine, you know, our hearts are restless uh, until they rest in thee. That, yeah, we need to find some good human things that we're, that we're allowing ourselves to rest in and, and evaluating those things, you know, is binge watching, you know, six TV shows actually restful to me. Have you ever done that? Have you ever binged five shows? Five? <laughs> My wife and I did it for, a, we were watching some show before we went to bed and it, we started like at dinner time and kind of mm-hmm. binged through and we did it for a couple nights in a row. And we went, did you have weird dreams? You know, oh, it was yeah. just like, it was not restful. <laughs> no. Yeah, and that's not the theology side, but the psychological side. There's actually a lot of studies done on how uh, just our consumption of social media and TV really does make us more anxious than anything else. Because like you're 
your mind is like in this hyper aware state yeah. and your body is still like not doing anything. We stopped doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that's, that's a whole other thing. But to say that there's something real of rest, it's not just checking out. It's not just, you know, just consuming things, you know, uh, which on the outside seems restful, but doesn't, isn't actually kind of restful at the end of the day, you know, um, so, you know, our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. Like, what are the good things that we that we, that we we can do that are actually restful? Whether that's getting outside for a hike, uh, whether it's reading a book, um, whether it's um, having dinner with some friends. Like, those are the things that are, that I think are really truly restful. And then, and then ultimately prayer. You know, where, where, is, where is some space where we're just taking some time to be and, and speaking with Jesus about, you know, our day and our life? You know, that's... That's a very restful, uh, restful thing. If we don't have that a part of our lives, I don't think we're really going to find the rest that we seek. Right. Absolutely. Uh, my favorite restful psalm is Psalm 23. Yeah. You know, that God sits with us by restful waters and, and is with us all the time. Mm-hmm. So whatever 15 minutes we can carve out as the start mm-hmm. every day, I think would be a really good place to start. Yeah. So. Amen. So yeah, rest people. It's it's good. It's good to rest. Whether that's taking some time out of your day, whether that's even just getting more sleep. Um, I know uh, that's one of the things we we complain about never getting sleep, and then we don't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and it can really make us healthier physically. Uh, there's studies on that. It can make us physically healthier, healthy, healthier, um, but also spiritually healthier. You know, because if we're in a better state, we're going to be able to approach people um, much better in our lives, and. And we're just going to enjoy, you know, the beauty of uh, creation that God has given to us. So with that, should we end with prayer? Let's, uh, let's do it. All right. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord God, <clears throat> we ask you to uh, be with us. We ask you to give our hearts peace. Help us to live in the moment, not worrying about the future or about the past but trusting that you will give us everything we need at this moment. And with that trust, we ask you to help us to just relax for the next few minutes and to enjoy your presence or the company of those around us. And we ask these things as we ask all things through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And Father, Son, Son, Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. All right, people, so your your mission is go buy a hammock. (laughs) Have you ever done like a hammock? Oh, I have. Yeah. I never had much luck. I had squirrels dropping stuff down on me. <laughs> I didn't find it restful. They, they, were, they were out to assault you. Yeah, I wasn't good. Well, find a, find a hammock place where there aren't any uh, squirrel assailants. Have a great day. God bless. Adios. Adios.